Are you a fan of Mary Steenburgen? Because this movie is totally... Oh, you know what? Are you also a fan of plaid flannel? Because you have to check out... The, oh, you know what? One more thing. Are you a fan of wigs? Because have I got the movie for you. Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> let's go watch Dead of Winter. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. This is the podcast wherein we will speak of a movie from the 1980s. Um, could have been a fabulous movie. Could have been a not so fabulous movie. It doesn't matter. We're going to watch it, right? Or it could have been dead of winter. You could know? have been in the dead of winter. Yeah. You could have been dead of winter. I really put a kink in your introduction by jumping in and almost mispronouncing <laughs> dead. Dead. The first word of the title. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, that's what you do, DP Doug McCambridge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You should introduce yourself. Oh yeah. Too. <laughs> and then there's wow, me. boy. You know, sometimes I do feel like every time we do this, it's the first time we've done this. I think that makes us unique. I think it, it shows that we're off the cuff. We're unrehearsed completely. Completely. And yet we take insanely intricate notes. I mean... I do. I have so many notebooks. Yeah, I was going to say, I do. And I've seen your notes. You hold them up and yours are great. Like, you handwrite yours. People, if I you did. don't understand, Jamie handwrites her notes... <laughs> And sometimes there's arrows pointing up to other things. I sometimes need visuals. she draws pictures I of do. what is happening in I the movie. Do. I do. <laughs> Actors' faces, bullet points. I have some bullet points in here. Oh, you do? Okay. I want to know how many Steen Virgins did you draw uh, on your notes? Well, once she cuts her, like, I like Steve. The her, part of her shtick is her curly hair. And it's a dang shame that the. The actress she's or the the role she's chosen to play as the actress who gets the role. That's a weird. Okay, let's get into this because the whole you're auditioning for a role in a movie that basically is just in this man's ha- like red flags are going up everywhere. This is the most <laughs> Harvey Weinsteinist of movie. Like that is immediately what I thought. I was like, you should, you can't. What are you just doing? Say, oh. You want me to come to some weirdo house in the middle of the woods and audition? Like, we will videotape you and then send it to the di- – like, this guy's not even the director. No. I guess he's the producer or something? Well, that's what he's supposed to be, I guess. Well, no, no. I know it's not a real movie, Jamie. I watched it. Like, I know I know the, the twist, the one of many twists and turns that this movie has in store. And not only that, she lost her finger oh that is <laughs> <What>? terrifying <laughs> i have to say i was surprised by many things that this movie did like this to me this seems like just a step above and not even really a step above a made for tv movie like mm. this is what a lifetime movie was in the 80s 
right? Like, I could see this as a Lifetime movie now. Well, was it based off of a real story? Because I think that's what makes it more Lifetime-y. I don't... Jamie, just <laughs> asked me if this was based on a true story? Like There's no way. I didn't do the research. There's <laughs> no way. There were two sisters. Like, and what is the true story? So is it the doctor guy that's weird? Or is it that there's these two sisters that are twins? And... I, okay. Well, <laughs> because there are points where the doctor explains everything. But does he really? He does. But he's the, le- he's the least interesting character in this movie. And, and anytime he talked, I was... But he's of... the strongest. She's the hardest. It's the hardest for him to... Uh, he's right when he got out of that chair at the end i was like is this all a lie he's not really paralyzed <laughs> no he does limp up oh, to he, her right. and he uses yes. a stick I mean, he's but not he's paralyzed, still but he no. needs a wheelchair it, yeah. this movie's crazy p.s right. never trust a person in an electric wheelchair especially an old man in a big creepy house that rolls around his big creepy house in if an movies have taught us anything it is don't trust yeah. anyone in an electric wheelchair and what about that piano that took them to his heart what is that (laughs) this movie is amazing all right so we (laughs) at the end when it starts to play she just looks at it because she's like i know he knows because his heart's beating fast oh it's all right so let's talk about this movie so this movie is called dead of winter it's directed by arthur penn who made a lot of great movies and it stars Mary Steenburgen, Roddy McDowell, and a bunch of other people. Not too many other people. She's the only female in it. And she's all three females. There's three females in it, and she's all of them. And the one is just a corpse. The one is just yeah. a dead person. Well, no, is that the one, technically, that's at the, beginning? In the beginning? You're right, at the beginning, yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, that beginning, I was hooked. I know. I was like, what's this mystery all about? Mm, bag of money. Yep. The moment a finger came up and <laughs> like some garden shears came out, I was like, whoa, this is not the movie I thought this was going to be. Did you see, too, the billboard in the beginning says lend a hand? Oh, no. Did you catch that? <laughs> I did not. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I do have to say that Klaus Kinski was supposed to play the doctor and he would have made it insanely creepier oh. than this guy who yeah just, this guy was know, a bore he is yeah all right so this movie opens yeah uh a mysterious woman whose face we don't see she's, <laughs> she wears a giant hat she's dressed like carmen san diego she's got like the big hat <laughs> down in her face she goes to like a police checkpoint she has a big bag full of money that yeah, she has to yeah. cover up. And she's conveniently left it open with the money exposed. And so she yes. throws a scarf over it yes. as she goes through the checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Right? I love how the officer asks her for her ID. She does not show him her face. And he gives her <laughs> yeah, ID back. It was like, all right, stay sober. <laughs> and I didn't know why he told her to stay sober. I did not know it was New Year's Eve until about two oh, minutes Oh, yeah, later. that's right. It is New Year's Eve. Yes, stay sober, my faceless When friend. she's accosted by two drunks in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, she's just parked, right? She, she just finds... Yeah, she finds, like, a payphone, 
and she parks her car, and then people just start beating on the window like, "Woo, yeah, happy yeah, new yeah. year!" And, mm-hmm. and blowing the like party horns and stuff yes. in her face. Yep. And mm-hmm. then there's a wide shot of just nothing. Just I don't know where these people yeah, came from. Yeah, I don't know from. where she is. Yeah. She gets out of the car. Mm-hmm. in her hat and trench coat and and goes into the payphone and calls a number and then you hear like voice ADR like if he's not here in five minutes I'm gone mm-hmm. now we do see that somebody is following her right very scary mm-hmm. and we actually get like a POV shot from the other car of her in the phone booth so she gets <laughs> back in the car and then I guess is strangled like in the rear view mirror we see somebody pop up yep And then strangle her, like pull her into the back seat. Mm -hmm. She's like Mm -hmm. hanging over the front seat into the back. Oh, yeah. Finally goes limp. And we see the person who strangled her, like, I don't know, is it her ring finger that they pry up? Yeah. 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 And then they bring in these big metal cutters to chop her finger off. And that's the cold open to this movie. And I was like, this is great. Mary Steenburgen just got her finger cut off. I can't wait to see what she's going to do next because she's the star of the movie. That's all she is, is her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, then we travel to New York City. I think it's I think it's just Ottawa, but we're in New York City. Or maybe the establishing shot is New York. But the guy on the radio says it's 40 below outside. It's freezing. It's freezing. There's no need to travel outside, right? Doesn't he say that? You would instantly freeze, I think. 40 degrees below zero in New York? Has that ever happened? I don't know. That's Well, it's the dead of winter. It It really is. It really is. Uh, What happened to our boyfriend's leg? I don't. It's a mystery that I. We don't know. (laughs) But I do have to say, I kind of like that because it, in a weird way, it makes them feel real. Like it makes it feel like he has a life. Like, it's never explained. Nobody ever no. references that he has a broken mm-hmm. leg. So mm-hmm. we assume it's been broken for a long time. Well, He's they do cut the cast off at the end, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. somehow. Her weird brother. What is... What That's is... a weird thing, too. So so our, our setup for her, or for... This is a whole... This is still our same actress, but she's a different character, right? She's this... Yes. Long, curly hair. We know she didn't look the same. No, Long, she's not dressed hair. the same. There's no reference no. to bags of money. She has all of her fingers, so we know yeah. it's a different character. Right. She's an actress, though. She's an auditioning actress. So the brother, her brother, lives with them. They live in a loft, so he basically lives, like, in a bunk bed above them or sleeps in a bunk bed above them. Yeah. And then they went out in the living room. I'm like, why doesn't this guy just sleep on the couch? Like, why yeah. is he sleeping literally above their bed? So she's you, you can't kind of, you kind of get the feeling that maybe they're not happy. Maybe the broken leg has something to do with that. <laughs> like, there's some tension between them, right? Because when she finally goes off, so she gets this audition. Right? Well, she's, she's very upset go. with him because he is a photographer, I guess, and he he didn't like print out the new headshots of her, like. That's she's mad at him because she has to go on an audition and she doesn't have her new headshots and right. he just is like mm, I guess I forgot whatever and she's really upset by this this is yeah. her yeah this is her career career yes yeah yeah and he's supposed to be helping her and he's clearly oh uh, can we just say and I don't know if you recognized her boyfriend no no he's the dad from Boy Meets World oh it is <laughs> yes yep 
Yep, it's the dad from Boy Meets World. Is this so? Wait, this he is a photographer we know because doesn't he take like an insane amount of photos of her? Oh, right? when Isn't she's he, like, packing up, yeah. After she yeah. gets this role, when she's packing up, it's just yeah, like stupid. Yeah, and that's the moment she left, and he's taking pictures, and that's the moment I was like, "This is her last known photo, clearly." <laughs> And also, they're talking, and so much of this movie, I, I think, was just, you know, all the all the voices were dumped in later at times. And when mm. they're arguing, like, in their little kitchen area, they keep saying things like, I'm so ticked. You're not ticked. I can't believe how ticked off you are. And I kept watching their mouths, and I was like, am I watching a censored version of this movie? <laughs> or are they cutting words out? But I don't think so. But there's no cursing in this movie. Nobody curses. It's no, a little bit no. violent. I don't even know what this is rated. I don't know what it's rated either. I would. There is some mild violence, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he um, does take a envelope opener to the throat. Yeah. For one guy. Right. And we do spend a lot of time with dead bodies in this movie. True. So that true. is somewhat disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. This would be a movie in the old TV. The old TV guy that would have the AC for the rating, which meant adult content. Oh, yeah. Which I always thought, like, meant, ooh, it's going to be it's lots nice of and sex cool. and stuff. But oh. it just meant, like, kids won't understand this. Um, so, so. Oh, go ahead. No, she, she, she goes to this audition, right? Before he takes a million pages over, she goes to this audition for um, a movie that allegedly that the actress has left. There's an actress that was in the role and she has left so they're looking for someone to replace her right and she happens to look a lot like the actress yes and Roddy McDowell is conducting this audition and he is mm-hmm. flipping out he loves it he's like oh yeah oh your hair it's disgusting does your hair go up yeah. and did you see throughout this movie she is dressed like a crazy person did you see what she's wearing to this she's wearing a sweater that like goes down to her knees and then a skirt that goes the rest of the way down. And she's got a belt, but the belt's like <laughs> down around her knees. It's, it's very strange. It's 80s and fashion. Jamie, you lived in L.A. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I know you did some uh, show busy type things. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you ever go on auditions? Yes. You no, did? Okay. I hated them and I was terrible at them. Do they hold them in dance studios? Um. <laughs> because there were mirrors and like the dance bar was there and, and he had a little desk in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I think it would depend on uh, like obviously if you're auditioning for something that would have you dance, you would dance okay. in a dance studio. Sure. Um. I was ready for her to dance. I was like, we're going to see Mary Steenburgen dance. This is going to be great. She's going to boogie. There is some red flags, though. As, as oh, really? A, really? That you happened think so? along the way as an actress <laughs> that I would maybe, maybe reconsider the role. But, um, but was, yeah, I, Did oh. it start with the fact that the moment he talked to her, I guess he made up his mind and saw nobody else? Nobody and else. And then took her to lunch, I guess? Did I don't he know take if that's normal. Lunch? I thought they went. They went to lunch immediately. Oh, they did. That's when he explained to her about the other actress. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. And the fact that she didn't have to do a monologue or perform or say anything. She just had to show up, hold her hair up. You got the part. And you're it. <laughs> you you're the one the that part. we need. And she was ready. She was so ready. Because when oh. they first record that 
first thing that they have her record, mm-hmm. which is the only time. Well, because slowly after that, she does realize shit's fucked. But she uh, <laughs> she catches on immediately. Now, yeah. like, oh, where's this movie going? There's so much of it left. They only have her record the one thing. This like I guess it's like a a plea to or a message to her sister, right? It's it's one little monologue. It's like five sentences, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but none of this happens at the rehearsal. No. He tells her, we got to go upstate mm-hmm. where where you will perform a little monologue. Mm-hmm. We will record it. We'll send it to the director. You will get three grand just for doing this. And right. if you get the role, which I know you're going to get the role, you mm-hmm. get another $9,000. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of thinks about it for a minute. And again, I think that we're meant to believe that she's maybe a little unhappy in her living circumstances. Lives with her brother and her broken up boyfriend and maybe you know besides it being a role as an actress the money's gonna be pretty good right and also for all we know this is her breakout role anyway yeah that's for all she knows she's been waiting right she says i think she says she was on a soap for a little while or something right when she's talking about what she had done Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem to be a whole lot no this is when her boyfriend takes a bunch of pictures of her when she is wearing and she wears this for a long time Plaid on plaid. She wears black and white plaid on top of red and white plaid. It's the dead of winter. You got to plaid up. All right. I understand that. Yeah. Mary Steenburgen, she's such an, I really like her. I really do. But I, I guess I really didn't like know that she was a thing. She made a ton of stuff in the 80s. I didn't know who she was then. She worked all through the 90s. I feel like I discovered her when she was an older lady. Oh, yeah. So she even in this, and she's like in her early 30s, I was like, she looks old. She does have like because of her look overall I think because of her feature, facial features and everything. She's so crazy thin. When she's fighting with herself, I was like, this looks like two skeletons fighting. (laughs) And between the what they dress her in, because everything is super, like you said, really long shirts and long, between what they dress her in and how they dress her and sometimes you're just like, well, she's got to eat a meal, bud. No, but I know what you mean. She's got a very frail sort of yes. like body frame. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's got a broken leg and, and it comes to nothing. Like, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. He's well, got a broken she is leg. eager to leave, right? She's like, this is my role and I have to do it. What do you, she's almost like egging him on and he doesn't care. Like he just keeps taking pictures. She's like, what are you going to do? I have to leave. This yeah. is what I do as an actress. I travel. I have this role. It's what I do. She's kind of annoyed, like. My, you're gonna. She doesn't even say like about her brother. She leaves. The brother comes home. And oh, the, yeah, the she's brother's like, gone. Hey, I don't know if I'll be here when you get back. And she just slams the door. Yeah. She's not even <laughs> listening to him. She is out. And mm-hmm. you're talking about red flags. And one of the best red flags is later in the movie when her boyfriend tries to call the number that I guess Roddy McDowell gave her. Yes. Like, wouldn't you call that number before you go? Wouldn't you call, like? Just to see if somebody answers, just to make sure the operator doesn't say, that's there's, not a real area code. There's a lot. How come he doesn't get his crappy car and drive her to this 
thing. Why does she take a ride with this Listen, man? He's got a broken leg. He's got a broken leg. Oh, yeah, I guess he can't Jamie, drive her. He's got a broken about. leg. And do you think her brother, her brother apparently cannot get his act together. I don't know what yeah. his deal is. I wouldn't have him drive me. How many, how many gas stations have you been oh! to where they give out goldfish? <laughs> My favorite <laughs> line of this movie my favorite part of this movie because i was like oh, i better pay attention to this this goldfish thing must be super important and why is he giving away goldfish you spend does more he than just, 13 dollars he have a surplus of goldfish on his <laughs> hands maybe in the summer he runs the local carnival and in the winter he's got the extra goldfish yeah, and maybe he's like a ringer he just goes to a carnival and cleans up and he's just got bags of goldfish sitting around yeah. Buy a certain amount of gas at this station. They stop at the gas station. Well, I love that she uses it later when she can't remember how far uh, she's gone well, on the interstate, course. or she doesn't know. She doesn't even know where she is to tell anybody how to find her, except that it's near a gas station that gives away fish. Yep. yep. And I Which love. Which I guess it. is uh, a good enough clue. I loved it, it when the guy walks up and hands her boyfriend a bag of goldfish and they're like yeah got it that's it it. yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is the dumbest thing you could have done a million other things you could have had a million other goofy telltale signs that they're on the right track in this movie and they chose the most insane way possible well and then I do like when she brings the goldfish into the house and they pour it into a wine glass. Yep. And like, what are these fish eating? It's not like they gave her fish food. It's not. I need a scene where she's like, Roddy McDowell, we got to stop over the pet store. I need to get fish food <laughs> I need for those guys. fish flakes. Yeah. These so, guys need to survive. Just so like she finally gets to this house after they get goldfish and gas. <laughs> and there is a there is an old man who is wheelchair bound automatic mm-hmm. wheelchair mm-hmm. and they listen to an automated piano and everything about this is creepy like th- so, like but she's thinking it's wonderful right oh, at every turn they just have to say things like we're not monsters <laughs> and she's like oh i guess you guys are fine oh the telephone's <laughs> out oh all right. Oh, it's still out. Oh, the car won't start. Mm. And even later on, when she finds everything out, they're like, we're not going to kill you. And she's like, oh, what a relief. <laughs> what is wrong with you, lady? The house itself, when they give her a tour of it, is creepy enough. And that no other, at, like, she, so she's the only role in this movie is her. And now you have to stay here at this house. Things aren't adding up, sister. Oh, no, no, not at all. I do have to say, though, I really, for, for as weird as it is to have a scene in the movie where they give her a tour of the house that lasts way too long, <laughs> I kind of appreciate it because too often I, I watch movies where, you know, like teenagers go to a haunted house to stay and they're murdered mm-hmm. one by one. And I never know where I am in the house. Like, it was kind oh, yeah. of neat to know but all of the you were oriented now. Yeah. yeah. I was 100% because when she went into the kitchen later, I'm like, oh. <gasps> Oh, they can't see her from the living room. She's in the <laughs> kitchen. I know how all of this is set up. I know the layout, and I know it well. I know where the polar bear is mm-hmm. and the chest set. The polar bears. You oh, yeah, bears. bears. That guy freaks out about mice, too. Oh, yeah. Well, they have them in the house. Yeah. I guess eating away at the corpse upstairs. I, right? Ooh. Oh, Doesn't I one guess. Come, I didn't even right? think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's gross. No. So the phone doesn't work. He has a wall of this house which is adorned with headshots, which oh, I yeah, really yeah. like. <laughs> so yeah, so the other actress left the project, left the well, film. Well, she had a nervous breakdown. A nervous breakdown. Again, and she will red be replacing flag. her. Right. Red flag. Yes. And she sees a picture of her, and she's like, oh, my God, this woman looks just like me. Yeah, could be my the, sister. Except for the crazy wig. <laughs> and they, she's handed a script that night. This is her first night. She just got Well, here. but he does put some pressure on her, and it is a creepy moment when he's like, you know, you're going to do this one time, and this has to be absolutely perfect. It has to be amazing. And, like, no pressure bit. And... This is the only thing you have to do perfect, but it has I to be amazing. I wish, and not to spoil what happens later, but we're going to. If you've yeah. never listened to the show before, we will. So if you're really interested in this True. movie, you stop this now and go watch it. I wish they had said something like, now, you're going to have to do this in a southern accent. Because oh, right. how could her voice possibly sound like this completely <laughs> other well, woman? Doesn't she say when she meets the other – like, listen to me. Do I sound like right. her? She says it later when and she sees like, somebody. she's like, oh, you're just tricking me. And I'm like, yeah. why would she trick you on the videotape, though? Like, that yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. A lot about this movie doesn't make any sense at all. Roddy McDowell in this movie is like – sort of like the the butler – to this old man, like the, the yeah, caregiver like, to this old man, like a yeah. weird sniveling. We don't ever really find out why, but like even at one point she says, he really does seem to care about you or like you. And he's like, really? You think so? You think he does? <laughs> so he's really like, like brainwashed by him. It's, yeah. It's, it's a weird relationship. Yeah, because he says to her, you know, the doctor really likes you. Yeah. And he doesn't like mm-hmm. everyone. And mm-hmm. she... And again, not, how she not, doesn't come away from this conversation <laughs> going, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. Because she's like, oh, you know what? I'll bet he likes you. And he's like, really? Yeah. Do you think he likes me? She's like, I'm sure he does. And the whole time, like, she doesn't give him a weird look. Like, why are you asking that? She's, she's no, totally she's into like, convincing yep. him mm-hmm. that, that they must be friends. Yeah. She's like, you ought to know. You got to know this. Right? Right. <laughs> Then we watch Roddy McDowell cut onions after sharpening a knife for yeah, a while. Yeah, <laughs> Then that happens. Because the sharper the knife, you don't cry. No tears. Yep. At least that's what the doctor says, right? Well, you know, he is his doctor. We find that out later. You know, that's, oh, that's, that's how right. they got to know each other. So Roddy so, McDowell's not right. Is that how... Please ask me questions. So did he... Was he a... Was he a doctor that was... Tr- that was... Because he says later when they, they say... When she calls the cops and the cops come to the house and he's like, look, she's a patient I'm treating. So was he treating the sister as a patient? He was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's, but the sister was still killed by the other sister. Yes, because, you know what, let's get into it when he explains it. Because I did have to back up and listen to that again. Mm -hmm. Because, again, this old man kind of put me to sleep and I'd try and I'd like zone out for a little bit. Yeah. And then after that monologue, I was like, oh, I bet that was important. I better better listen to this again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, again, we said that the car won't start. Yes. Uh, And the snowstorm comes in. Yeah. Right. She can't get into town to call home Mm -hmm. to make them Mm -hmm. or make her boyfriend make sure that he knows she got there. 
Right. Uh, and then Roddy McDowell gives her a makeover. He cuts <laughs> her hair. He colors it. He's stitching wardrobe, too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got the time. What else has he got to do, right? I guess. He does everything. He serves dinner. Yeah. He he, yeah. he works the snowblower. We, we see that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I like the night before, too. He gives her a cup of warm milk before... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, he's very, you know. He's a jack of all trades. Yeah, and he's right? very in tune with everybody's needs. You know, he only sure. really has to take care of two people, so you know it's mm-hmm. it's well within his means, I guess. Um, so she has to do her scene, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is just a monologue. Like she, like Roddy McDowell. Like at first, I thought he would be reading with her or something. No, it's just her talking, mm-hmm. and not all that long. But she's had the no. night to prepare, and she is spot she's on. ready. It yeah. takes a while. Well, Roddy, no, her first, yeah. Yeah, Roddy McDowell's fucking everything a, up, and he's, like, knocking the lights over. It's a little awkward, over. yeah. And he is standing very, he's not reading with her, but he stands awkwardly close to her at he first. And even she's, like, next, yeah. like, like, below her, staring up at her. And she's, and like, she's even, like, are you going to stay there the whole time? I love how every time they do a take, he has to cross in front of her clap his hands in front yeah. of her face and then cross back in front of another her. sign that would be another red flag to me like this this production team doesn't even have one of those real clapper things like it's just the dude going like and even like the first time she goes i'm sorry did you say action did <laughs> Are you? You and he's like oh action. sorry um action everything about this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But she, uh, for the performance that she needs to give, she gives her all. It's very convincing. They watch that tape. They love it. Like it is. Yeah. Celebration City. She after they it. watch yeah. her deliver those three lines. Yeah. She did what she needed to do. The video was put into the mail. Right. It's nighttime, and we see Roddy McDowell drive away. Oh, the car does work, mm-hmm. and he slides the tape into a mail slot on mm-hmm. a mansion. And we see someone watching him from an upstairs window. Someone with a cigarette? Yeah, but then we we cut to inside this house <laughs> that we've never been inside, which looks uh-huh. ultra modern. Like the TV's uh-huh. built into the wall, and so is the VCR. Someone does watch it. Right. We see a woman's hand put the tape in, a woman smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. So from the back, so we don't see who this woman is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we see... What is her name in this movie? She's got three names. It depends no, okay. who she is. Who is the who is the woman at the at the house with the doctor? That's Jewel No, Julia? Julie was the dead actress. Oh. I Katie, don't know. Katie. Yeah. Katie. Katie. Katie okay. McGovern. Okay. So, so we know. see Katie's wonderful performance. Yeah. This woman watches this great performance. Yep. Then it goes to static, it goes to snow, and then the doctor comes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah with another message <laughs> he said something like so you can clearly see she's alive <laughs> she's not dead contact me or whatever he says uh-huh. the game is on right Basically. right the game is on i think he does say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, he mentions that like the woman and he's referring to the woman at the beginning of the movie who was strangled in the car Right. He says and she wasn't killed. She was just unconscious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dun dun. The next day, Roddy McDowell's working a snowblower. 
Well, somebody's got to get rid of all that dank snow. No, Roddy McDowell's um, removing snow, and the old man yes. has to sit outside with him and, like, watch him snow blow the driveway. Well, he's got to make sure that the job gets done right, mm-hmm. I guess. Nobody's watching her, though. Right. Doesn't she find the Polaroids now of the dead women? <laughs> or the dead woman? keep those? <laughs> and again, red flag. Get out of Dodge. Get out of there. Because even their excuse, which is, you know what? We told you that she had a breakdown. She did have a breakdown. Right. She ended up committing suicide. Yeah. Did you then take pictures of the body before the police showed up? So what is this? What is this? (laughs) She is totally fine with this. Yeah. She just kind of is like, Meh. She's like, oh, suicide is a bad thing. She's starting to get a little suspicious, but right. there's really nothing she could do. And so, you're like you said, her boyfriend has tried to call the disconnected number. Oh, isn't this when we discover that um, not only is the doctor's heart connected <laughs> somehow to the piano, but he plays chess without ever sitting at the chess table? Doesn't he direct his... Right, role? yes. Right? Yep. I like how he says, she's like, oh, why don't you play chess? And he's like, it's because I'm lazy as he's lifting weights. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole piano chess remote control was great because the piano starts playing and she's like, oh, why did that happen? And I thought, oh, it's on a timer. That's a good idea. And he goes, you see this remote? And I went, oh, it's on a remote control. That's an even better idea. And the real explanation <laughs> is crazy. It's connected to my heart. It's connected to my heart. And when I get worked up, piano music must soothe him mm-hmm. so creepy he doesn't piano die. Music, mind you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is creepy piano music. And again, lazy. Not that he will sit and play mm-hmm. the piano to soothe himself. Finally. Fine. My God. It takes until she finds her driver's license burning oh, yeah. in the fire mm-hmm. for her to realize that something is wrong. Well, she ex- she sees her driver's license burning in the fire, goes upstairs to her wallet, sees every all her ID, her credit cards, everything is missing, and now she's like, oh, no. It's not even then, because she has to go see that the phone cord has been cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She pulls the cord up, and then she's like... <gasps> And then she, once she realizes it, she does try to escape, right? She goes out for an intense run into the snowy woods. She doesn't even know where she is. Though. No. I love how she wraps herself in the tiniest shawl ever <laughs> that was actually just laying over a table that had a lamp on it. And she throws it around her shoulders like, this will protect me in the 40 below weather that I'm about to <laughs> right. enter. More than 40 below now because there's been a storm in, in right, the midst Right, yeah. the and they chill. are in upstate New York. It's even yeah. colder up there. It's real, yeah. And she doesn't make it very far. No. She takes off running and it's intense, the run. And 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 she, she feet stop her, basically. His assistant's feet, right? Feet. the doctor uh, isn't what. Feet stop her. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, she comes upon Roddy McDowell, and he's like, oh, yeah. the doctor wants to see you. Yeah. And they give her some hot chocolate that is totally drugged. She accepts it, of course, and she stumbles her way upstairs, This right? drugged-out scene lasts 
forever. Well, she stacks it. all the furniture in her room she, against the door in the wooziest state possible. I don't know how she does it. Because think about it now. She's been roofied, essentially, or she's been... She's been drugged with this yes. hot cocoa, but she summons the energy to move all of the furniture, and the room's not very big, and I don't see that furniture anywhere in the room later or before that. No. But she piles this furniture in front of the door, because she knows that she's screwed, but at the mm-hmm. same time, she doesn't want them coming in her room. So she, I guess, figures this will stop them. And then when she's done, I love it, she just passes out and knocks over a lamp. Yep. She's like, God damn it. And I God love it how it. when she's on her way up the stairs, like stumbling all over the place, the doctor so mildly is like, uh, if you don't trust us, there's a deadbolt on your door. You might oh, want yeah. to use that. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, Jamie. She no. could deadbolt that door and pile things in front of it. Oh, this is so Because crazy. there is a terrifying two-way mirror in yes. that room. Mm-hmm. And as she passes out, we see it open and Roddy McDowell steps out with clippers. Oh. And she wakes up to one of her two fish being dead and she's <laughs> missing a finger. Well, she's rested. And then she rolls over and her arms and her hand is bandaged. I love it. Because she doesn't realize. It's not like she right. wakes up and like a finger is just laying there. No, no, no. It's under the pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wrapped. They, he like not only cut it, but then he like wrapped it up for her all nice. Like, And um, yeah, then she, she unwraps it to see that oh. there's a finger. She's like, what's up? And she lets out, whoa, what a scream. Well, um, yeah. If you ever just wanted to hear... Mary Steenburgen and just scream like awkwardly screamed several times yeah. in a room alone while the mm-hmm. other two downstairs kind of laugh at her. Yeah, they're kind of like, oh, I guess she did. Does Roddy McDowell appear to be packing for some sort of move? Like he's taking pictures off the wall. There are boxes. Oh, yeah. Is that their end game to like get something, which I'm still not sure what they're supposed to get and then move away? I don't know. It's I, never made clear. It doesn't matter. No, no, there's lots of there's lots of fuzz, fuzziness mm-hmm. in this, as far as the plot of this movie. But she finds the hidden mirror, right? right? She or the the mirror, and she sees that it's a door. Immediately, it's like the next day. She, yeah, it's like that. We yeah. we just learned there was a two way mirror, so she learns it immediately. Exactly. <laughs> so she, well, I guess she had the energy just to move all the furniture the night before. She didn't right. have the energy to see if the room maybe <laughs> was compromise right but um when she goes up to the attic she finds a phone there's a phone upstairs <laughs> um the only working phone in the house is in a creepy attic i love it and just attached to wall phone too so it's so she calls her boyfriend from there and she tells him the whole story she's hysterical right <laughs> And tells him, and I love... She doesn't even speak in real words. It's just no. it's just fragments of words. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. And it's, it's upstate. And it's far. And they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. It's so wonderful. And his reaction on the other end is great. Because the whole oh. time he's like, what? What are you saying? What, is, <laughs> what are you talking about? And the moment she goes, they cut off my finger. and goes, what happened? <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. She's like, uh, 
you can't please just don't hang up don't hang up i need you to be on the line he's like no you need to hang up for me now and and you should call the police (laughs) and the whole time i'm thinking why isn't he calling the police that's what i thought why doesn't he listen uh, babe i love you and all but you should really take care of business hang up and call the cops (laughs) this might be my last phone call because they're gonna kill me well then use it to call the police what are you calling me for and finally he just he just She's like, I'm just hanging up. Like, yeah. she's not going to hang up and call the cops. He's like, you're hysterical. Uh, right. Just call the cops. <laughs> so up in this creepy attic, also, she comes, she does call the police, actually. Yeah, she and does. she's like trying to describe where she is. And in the middle of this conversation, she finds the corpse. Oh, my God. Of the actress who was murdered at the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. And just then, Roddy McDowell catches her. He pulls the line out of the phone. Mm-hmm. And she's taken downstairs to have her finger treated, like, stitched and wrapped again. Oh, and he paints. He puts some kind of goo on it, right? He like I don't think he's painting her face. <laughs> like, I'm no. sure it's like iodine or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is when... The doctor explains. Oh. So there were two sisters. It's like a fairy tale. There were two sisters. <laughs> one sister married into money and mm. then killed someone to keep the money. I'm assuming her husband. Okay. The other sister, an actress, found out about this and went crazy. Went to this doctor and he says... He prescribed blackmail. <laughs> like, he's not a great oh, doctor. The... He's not a great doctor. Uh-uh. So I guess he told her, hey, get a ton of money from your sister because you know all this stuff. We can split it or whatever. But she was murdered before the drop. Roddy McDowell, though, was following her, came upon her dead body, and brought her back to the doctor. Brought the corpse back to the doctor. So who killed her? The, the sister, sister must right? have hired some guy to kill her. Because the sister, again, is fooled into thinking that she's still alive. So it's not like she was the one True. that committed the murder. She was the... Right. right, right, right. So that's it. So they're like, listen, hey, we know we cut off your finger. But we just need you for this little job. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And after we get yeah, our money, here's... I guess you're free to go. And she kind of is okay with this but she's woozy like they drug her up too yeah yeah they did yeah she is kind of like uh kind of indifferent she doesn't the police show up like that's like this is the moment the police show up. the doctor is like oh no everything's fine here right (laughs) he tells them the story about how but now she's nuts she she yeah the, the doctor's like go to she needs to go to her room she's and then she freaks out and is like, no, 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 it is me. She doesn't ever – she does still think they're going to kill her. She does have that feeling, right? Because she yells it to the cops, says, no, you can't leave me here alone with them. And the doctor's just like, she's – clearly she's not okay. But she keeps insisting that there's the body upstairs in the attic that they have to go look right. at. And so they do – they're like, well, let's check the attic. And the doctor's like, no, I don't think that's necessary. I mean, she's clearly just a crazy person. Why would you need this to check my attic? This is why I don't quite understand what happens just the next scene because the doctor's like, no, no, nope, nope. You don't need to go up there. Everything's fine. It's uh, And yeah. finally he's like, okay, Roddy McDowell, take the officer to the attic. And Roddy McDowell's like, what? You want me to what? Are you – what are we doing? 
Mm-hmm. And later we see that the corpse has been moved to her bed. So I'm like, why was why were they yeah. both nervous about taking the cops to the attic? I well, um, maybe the Roddy did it just in time. I don't know. He just found her up there, and they I were tending it's to weird. her wounds. I don't know how it's, that corpse got moved. They get they get a quick well or. The doctor jumped out of his wheelchair, which he's You're known right. to do, and was able. I was for so a few waiting for minutes. one of those little chairs that go up the stairs automatically. Oh and yeah, I, I yeah, needed yeah. One of those so bad because when she ran upstairs at the end, I was like, I was thinking, oh, she's totally safe. What's how's he gonna, gonna get? Do? Yeah, how's he gonna get her? Yeah. Oh, but he does. He does. Uh, yeah, they take a nice. The cops do get a decent tour of the upstairs. There's a bear trap or something. What's that contraption that he later it's gets stuck trap. in? Right? It's yeah. a bear trap. It's a bear trap. Yep. And also, the one cop's upstairs with Roddy McDowell not finding a dead body. Mm-mm. The other one's downstairs with the doctor. The doctor again tells him this story about this chessboard. And the doctor, if I can isolate this and put it at the end of the episode, I will. Because the doctor says, "Do you play chess?" And the cop mumbles something completely inaudible. He just, like, goes, blah, 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 blah. And the doctor responds, oh, you'll have to stop by and play sometime. Like, what was that exchange? But the cops don't believe her. He even has papers. Like, he's got papers, which are the actresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh And they say, all right, Looney Tunes, everything's fine here. We're going to go. And so they do. And now she's like, oh, no, right? Oh, no, now she goes to lay in her bed in her sadness, (laughs) and she's next to a dead body. And we talked about it a little before we started recording. This corpse looks like garbage. Like, it looks (laughs) – I don't know how long this woman is supposed to have been dead. It looks like a melted Mary Steenburgen, kind of. Yeah, it looks like a very – Tired, overworked, very waxy, brutally too. beaten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brutally beaten. <laughs> it looks ridiculous, and now she's yeah. stuck in bed with this thing. <laughs> During this end, and we're near the end of this, it does cut back and forth sometimes to her boyfriend and her brother, like driving. Oh yeah, they're on the. They're trying to because she did her. know like some road names and stuff she knew pine was in the road name and she knew she went over like three covered bridges or no, something just one covered so that's bridge because ca- oh, her one. brother's okay. like there's only three covered bridges in this whole state oh that's what and it there's is. one on our way but they know what they really have to find it's the goldfish gas right station. exactly yes Oh, what is this when she's tripping out and everything's in slow motion? It looks like a, a like a lion skin is going to eat Roddy McDowell. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It goes on for it's way too long. It's just a trippy yes. scene that happens where they all talk in slow motion to her. Well, yeah, because she right? wakes up and she yeah. wakes up downstairs. So I guess somebody moved her downstairs, but the rich. Sister of the actress, also played by Mary Steenburgen, <laughs> in a goofy hat, is there. So there's yes. evil Mary Steenburgen, good Mary Steenburgen, <laughs> the doctor, and Roddy McDowell all talking in slow yes. motion over her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the doctor's making a deal, and the deal now is he will hand over Katie to the evil sister. 
mm-hmm. in exchange mm-hmm. for something because she gives him a key to a locker. Oh, well, in the beginning. Is it the, the money? very, very beginning. It's got to be the money, right? Because that's – I think okay. so. Yeah. All right. So I guess the whole thing is he's like, listen, you can kill her. You give us the money. The end. Everything's yeah. great. That's all the we doctor's need. doctor's right. pretty sharp. Right. Like he's got this figure – like he is – it's an insane plan, but it's actually working. <laughs> this is when her boyfriend goes to the gas station and the guy tries to give him goldfish. Oh. <laughs> they know. And all of a sudden the light bulb goes off yep. between the brother and the boyfriend and they're like, we're yep. on it. They we're, know we're they're on their way. Close. And back at the house, Katie escapes out the window into the snow because Roddy McDowell comes oh, yeah. up and he's like, oh no, I guess we didn't lock the windows. <laughs> Right? The window's right. open and she's gone. And although he caught up to her last time she tried to escape, he goes to chase after her and he's, there's no trace of her. It's where pretty is great. She? I don't know. Doctor's like, where is she? Right? And he's like, I don't know. Here's her scarf. This is all I got. Yeah. I don't know. She's quick this time. Not a footprint yeah. or anything. So they go out to really try to find her. But she really didn't escape out the window. Dun, dun, dun. She goes downstairs to confront her sister. I think she the, just tries to the... sneak past her first, but it's not working. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she has to confront her, basically, right? Yeah. And this is when she tells her, listen to my voice. I'm not her. Just listen to me. <laughs> but does the sister buy it? No. She just wants to kill her. She's like, oh, yeah. you always the actress. <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, that's okay. right. That's right. Oh, P.S. We forgot to mention how earlier mean Mary Steen Burgeon tries to kill the doctor. Oh, yeah. She's about right? to Right, when stab he's turning him. around mixing yes. her drink. Yes. Yeah. But, but then yeah. Roddy McDowell And then she's got to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have questions about the end of this movie, and I want to talk about it. Okay. Okay. But well, then let's, let's <laughs> so get to it. If you want to watch Mary Steenburgen fight herself, this is a great scene. Yeah, yeah. Because we have a lot of, like, stand-in doubles from the back, <laughs> but sometimes it's, like, split screen and they're talking right, to each right, other. Right. It's pretty funny. Um, and they fight. This fight scene goes so long because mm-hmm. one of them has, like, a knife. It's not really a, that sharp of a knife, No, it, right? it looks yeah. like the letter opener. I think yeah. it is a letter opener. I think it is a letter opener, yeah. And the other one has what to me looks like a lamp base. Like, it's very... I think it's a thing for the um, for the fireplace, maybe? Oh, really? Oh, I it's think... like... Yeah, it's like a lot of twisting and turning yeah. metal, like iron rods or whatever. Yeah. And one of them is killed off screen. <laughs> So we don't see what's happening. We don't know. But the struggle is real. And also, uh, at this point, the brother and the the boyfriend go to the police station. They're like, what are you talking about, you crazy idiots? There's nothing going on. And then he says, but they cut her finger off. And the cops, when they were there, the doctor was like, she went crazy last night and cut her own finger off. So now the cops finally believe them. Yeah. They are in hot pursuit. They're on their way to this. Everything's going down. Yeah. Roddy McDowell and the doctor come back inside and the evil twin <clears throat> is on the stairs. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> With her hands in her pocket. Making yeah. that. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. let's look for her. I'll bet she's in the house. Mm-hmm. So she and Roddy McDowell go upstairs. And she stabs him through the hand and then into the throat. <laughs> With that tiny letter opener. It is It is pretty amazing. Because yeah. right before he dies, Roddy McDowell gets to chew a bit of scenery when he's like, oh, you better kill her. You know what? If if I had the chance, yeah. I'd kill her. How are you going to do it? Because I have some great suggestions for you. <laughs> Does it get so creepy? Like, okay, man, relax. But he yeah. is soon killed. Yeah, he's he's done for. Yeah. And he's just left to lay. We get a nice shot of his upside down. <laughs> just laying with his hand on his yep. throat and the little envelope knife, I'll call it, like stuck in between. Yeah. So the doctor's still looking downstairs and he lifts up, I don't know, cushions on something? Oh, yeah. It's some kind of It's like a little bench. storage area yeah. under the couch mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And... Just in time, though, she comes down the stairs. Yes, and she's right? like, oh, she's not upstairs. Uh, yep. Don't look in there. And the doctor turns away, and we see yet another Mary Steamer corpse. <laughs> everywhere. There's two now in this house. Yes, so she is still her two dead Steenbergens <laughs> in this house. And he wheels himself over, and as we've said before, She's like, oh, I guess she got away or whatever. And this is when the doctor knows what's going on. So his piano starts playing. Yeah, yeah. Well, his her little hand peeks out because she's got the long fur coat that the sister, the main sister's wearing. And her little hand pokes out. And you can see that she's got the bandaged up finger. So besides that she's been acting a little shady, he now sees the hand mm-hmm. and the heartbeat goes and the piano plays. And she knows, too, that he's on to yep. her. and. Man, this crippled man can get a walking and a chasing pretty fast. He right. He jumped. He basically leaps out of that chair. Yeah. That was. Uh-huh. It wasn't like uh, I'm gonna. Uh, uh. No, he is out of that chair and on the stairs. And chases are up. They yes. go all the way up to the attic. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was like. Is this all just a trick? Like, is he supposed to have a wheelchair? But. We do see him hobbling around quite a bit, and he seems to have a heart problem. You know that thing they say, like how how you get that like that Superman energy. Sure. Like, if you're a mom and you have to save your kid, you're gonna lift a car off a baby. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if you're him and you need to kill your last, I don't know. You, you just get that energy. It happens. I don't know. Does he see his friend dead? I feel like he, he sees does. his friend dead. Yeah. Yeah, and he's very indifferent about it. He doesn't yeah, seem like, all that uh, upset. <laughs> he couldn't defend himself. Like, this is the part in these types of movies where I guess he has to kill her. I guess mm-hmm. he has to. But at this point, he has lost. There's no... He doesn't yeah. know where the locker is for this key. His plan right. is in shambles. Like, it, we know he can walk. He can probably drive. He can probably get in that car and just take <laughs> off. But he has to kill her. He wants her dead. Yeah. They chase each other through this house. He smashes the two-way mirror, chases her. We don't. We don't need to talk about a chase scene between a rail thin Mary (laughs) Steenburgen and a crippled elderly man. But it is lengthy. I have so many notes. I was just going to say, but it goes on. It goes on for a minute, right? Yeah, but it ends in the attic. Where 
he opens a closet and he's like, gotcha. And he starts beating a corpse. Yeah. With the, the fire poker. And she stabs him in the back. And then he falls. Doesn't he fall into the bear trap? <laughs> Jamie, this scene reminded me. I don't know how many times you've seen The Naked Gun, but I've seen it a thousand times. This scene so reminded me, and I want to know if, uh, who who directed that? Jerry Zucker? I want to know if he saw this movie, because there is a scene where O.J. Simpson, like, kicks open a door to, like, stop a drug deal or something, and all the guys Mm -hmm. shoot him. So he gets shot, like, 20 times, and then he, like falls over and he burns his hand on a hot stove and then he like falls into a wedding cake and then he backs up and he steps in a bear trap like it seemed he gets stabbed and he walks into a bear trap it seems like the weirdest possible way for this guy to die at the end of this movie but I love it because they set it up. Why did he have the bear trap up there the whole time? When they because they pointed out why does yeah. the guy give away goldfish? It all pays off at the end. <laughs> does, does it? Does it? And right when he dies, the attic door opens and her boyfriend comes in, and she is frazzled. Like she doesn't even yeah. seem to recognize him. Mm-mm. She doesn't seem to know what's going on. This movie ends with her in a, in the back of a police car mm-hmm. and the camera just like zooms in so slowly on her face against the window of this police car and Jamie, do you know what I wanted to have happen? Mm-hmm. I wanted her to smile. Be strangled? Oh. Because I wanted it to be that the evil sister won. That it was the oh, evil. Like that I it was the evil sister. That's what, what oh, happened. I, that would have been good. I would have swore that that is exactly yeah, how this movie yeah. was going to end. And like she wrapped up her hand, like she fake. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, did I want that? I even watched the entire credit sequence, waiting for like a weird just to make sure there wasn't some kind of oh, but it doesn't. That wasn't how it panned out for it you. Doesn't. But I'm no. still not. That's a weird way to end this movie. It is so, it is such a weird, lengthy shot of her face against the window where I was like, oh, is that her? Are we supposed to wonder? Well, you're supposed to wonder, is she thinking about her acting career? Is she going to (laughs) continue? Is she just going to go and be an accountant? Did this turn her off to the whole business? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's this. That is. That is Dead of Winter. Dead of Winter. Dead of Winter. There you have it. You'd never seen it, I assume. Oh, I'd never even heard of this. No, no. same here. Same. I kind of loved this movie. Like, I was... Did you? I was... Like, like the way that I would watch a stupid Lifetime movie and probably be totally in on it, that's the way I like this. Like, it's not a good movie, Right. I never checked my watch. There are movies we watch where I'm like, oh, when is this going to end? Or how much longer do I have? Or a movie where I figure out what's going to happen halfway through and I'm like, okay, let's just get this over with. Let's get to it. I was, for as as many long pauses. Well, even at the very end, you thought there was another twist. This movie takes a lot of long pauses where characters just walk around and wander and have lengthy conversations that don't mean anything. And for Mm -hmm. all that, I 
I really enjoyed this movie. You enjoyed yeah, it. I did. What about you? Meh. Oh, okay. I thought it was meh. I could see that. Yeah. I I I think maybe it was the doctor and the lat. Like I I like that there was some there was that suspense suspensefulness yeah. to it and everything like that. But some of the weird things, like <laughs> maybe I didn't need to know she had a crippled boyfriend. Maybe that could have just been like she's just an actress trying. Because what did he really do? Even at the end, he doesn't really save her. No, right? I mean, the cops come, but they came the first time anyway. And there was just some oddness to it that made me. Mm-hmm. Eh. No, she does a great job, and it's yeah. it's it was a it was interesting enough film, I guess. But um, yeah, not my not. I didn't love it. I I agree completely. Like you could cut the brother and her boyfriend out of this movie because yeah it could have ended with her stumbling out of the house to the car and driving away yeah. like the, mm-hmm. there's no reason the police had to show up there's no reason right. any of that needed to happen no well i'm kind of glad i saw this movie <laughs> um, yeah i feel like you are i'm glad for you no i'm i i honestly had never heard of yeah. it before it was definitely different than it wasn't the worst movie I could sit through it, but I didn't I didn't love it. I don't know that I would watch it again. You don't need to love it. I might I'm watch not. it again to try and figure out if the the if Katie lived or if it was the evil sister. You want to make sure. You're you're got an eyebrow raised because, there. And oh my god, I thought about this movie way too much when it was over cuz then I went, but you know what? When she was in the police car, she had the straight hair of the actress. So of course it was her. And then I went but the evil girl was wearing a hat. We don't know what her hairstyle was. Jeez. Maybe it was the same. Oh, jeez. All right. Anyway. Maybe there was no sister. Maybe it was all just, who knows? So, Jamie, uh, what would you recommend instead of watching this movie, I guess? Had you ever seen the Netflix show, The OA? No. That doesn't was, sound familiar. It was kind of like pumped or like kind of advertised as like a more modern day um oc oh what's no <laughs> no the fun one that everybody watches with the 80s nostalgia freaks and geeks no, no. The, oh, oh the stranger show. things yes so because wait, it, it's got a, two stranger things shows? Well, no because it's not really stranger things it's it's science fictiony and that kind of thing but she's the oa i can't tell you what it stands for but it's because you got to watch it um as it's woman and she's 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 got these kind of crazy powers um and she's taken hostage by um a man in his basement oh. and he is running experiments on her and another group of people so in that way it reminded me of how this doctor was holding her sort of hostage sure. it really is excellent um i think um and uh i watched it in like 3 days which you can just do with netflix shows yeah. Um, but it's, it's very good. And I don't think as many people saw it because they were, you know, it was more, people were more into stranger things. And I think it came out maybe two years ago, maybe not this past Christmas, the Christmas before that is when I watched it at least. Um, but it's really good. And, um, the actress in it, who I think is also the, the writer creator, Brit something is her name. I should have researched it to tell you more is really good. And I think they're making another season, but, uh, I, the first one is the one that's that's out there and that 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 you should watch instead maybe of Den of Winter. Well, Jamie, just like your suggestions for uh the things we do in the shadows, 
Was that that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, with and, the vampires. And your suggestion for The Love Witch, both of which I really enjoyed. I am going to have yeah. to do the same thing with this and you watch should. that show. And sh- so should everybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, my recommendation is a movie that I thought of immediately, very early on in this, because of the creepy um, uh, like audition Okay. Is the movie Audition uh, from 1999. It's Japanese. And it is so great. Every now and then on this podcast, I get to talk about movies that I super love. This is one. Because in this movie... Uh, it's about this middle-aged Japanese guy, and I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what he does. He must have something to do with movies. I forget. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but he, like, you know, his wife died, and he needs to see somebody. So his friend suggests an open audition for actresses to come for a movie that's not real, an audition, and he will then look at these girls and kind of pick who he wants to date. It is super crazy. Creepy, yeah. And he finds this girl and he's like, she's really great. And he starts to take her out to dinner and they start to see each other. Mm-hmm. And you think that's what the movie is. And this movie, like about an hour of this movie is that. And then oh. a certain scene happens. I don't want to give anything away. But a certain scene happens like two thirds of the way through this movie. And I was like, what did I just, what just happened? Oh, my God. And the whole rest of the movie is the craziest, scariest thing ever. It, it is oh. it is such a great movie that completely changes. It isn't what you think it's going to be. And it's amazing. It's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. The, one of his favorites, favorites guys. Yes. So if you haven't so seen Audition, watch it because it's great. Check it out. But if you don't like gross stuff or scary stuff, don't watch it. Maybe avoid <laughs> it. All right. Like it. All right. Good to know. So, Jamie, in two weeks, we're going to shift gears a little bit. And uh, I know this movie was yeah. kind of a, a, a taut psychological thriller. Mm. We're going to be celebrating the life of one Jonathan Candy. Oh, John. Because our next episode comes out on the anniversary of his death, which is oh, depressing. R.I.P., yeah. But we are going to watch a movie that he's not even in. Like, he's not even on screen in this movie. <laughs> All he does in this movie is a voice, Jamie. And he does, but a magical he voice. Does the so magical. Voice of a horse. Because oh! we are going to watch... Hot to Trot, the movie with Bobcat Goldthwait and the voice of John Candy. We could have we could have done so many other John Candy movies. A Canadian, of course he is. Which we yeah. know. Yeah. Now I'm just reading. Oh, about oh okay. Now. All right. Would you like to read this <laughs> for our listeners? I didn't know audience? he had kids. He had two kids. Oh, I didn't know that either. Two. It says children too. Well, that's probably right. Yeah. But... <laughs> Children oh. equals kids. <laughs> two equals two. That's what that says. I am so excited about this movie, folks. I know. Um, I, know. I, uh, I have a couple. I don't think you are, but just that's to okay. tease, Just to tease the audience, I do have a couple uh-huh. stories about this movie, too. I have several impersonations. Oh, I used to. I this was a movie wait. that I used to. 
when I was a kid, there was an entire summer that I would just quote this movie. Oh my god! And my mom would be like, "Enough with that fucking!" Movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop. Because I would do the Bobcat Goldthwait and his character. Oh. Parents, I can't. I'll prepare for when we record. But um, so you would yeah, impersonate. I, Bobcat Goldthwait, yeah. not the talking yeah. horse from this no, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You were like, you know who I identify with? This psycho. Not the horse. Yes. Not the fun horse. No, no but I wanted a fun take. horse with the voice of John Candy. I was like, this is what the stuffed dreams are no, made of, people. All right. So yeah. that is going to be right. in two weeks. We'll watch Hot to Trot. Everybody right. follow us on Twitter. We're at GTGMcast. Go to Facebook. Jamie, I made us an Instagram account. What? And I know you're on there. That's you're awesome. Like, yeah. I should follow there. us. You should follow us on Instagram. Wait, you should tell me. I should, I'll post on it for us. I followed you. I get stuff from Little Hippie or whatever you're called. Little Italian Hippie. How whatever. I, I, I am so... Bad you don't, technology. Listen, I am the worst. I was like, nobody made an Instagram of us just with dog balls, which we told people to do. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just make one for us. So I made a well, legit how, one. All right. Well, we're going to play around with that. I got to. All right. How do I? We'll, we'll, I'll do that. <laughs> when we're not recording. You've been, I've been using it for three days. You And you don't know how to follow us. <laughs> Anyway, find us on Instagram, people. <laughs> we're there now. And if you want to, if you think we're worth a dollar of your time, that's your time, that's your money, go to patreon.com slash movies. There's lots of good stuff there. And before we start recording, we talked about what our next bonus episode is going to be. And so we know. It's I so am good. <laughs> smiling just thinking about the movie we're going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of us have seen it. We're no. so excited. And it's got Tony Danza. That's amazing. Right. Let's just say <laughs> Tony Danza, we'll leave it at that. He only made three <laughs> movies in the 80s, so you have a pretty good chance of Tony finding Danza, one. and this one doesn't include gorillas. At least I don't think so. Or monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. If this one includes a monkey... Two thirds of the movies we <laughs> made in the eighties include monkeys. <laughs> He's an animal lover, T Danza. All right, everybody, All we right. will talk to you in two weeks. Go out, that's right. Watch Hot to Trot, or just yeah. imagine what it would be like. <laughs> You're probably imagining something pretty close to the movie. All right, we'll talk to you then. Bye. My baby took our love and then she rolled it up, rolled it up a hill like a pile of snow. Like a snowball goes Until it gets too big Until she lost control And it rolled back down 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 Free goldfish with every $10 purchase.
might have to pour a little more wine for myself. Oh my! Wow! <laughs> just because we're about to be in the dead of winter. <laughs> Too much steam virgin <laughs> for you. Just so much three rolls she plays. Hold on. <laughs> 